Western Pros Live. And and uh, what are you most excited to share today? Hey, thanks for having me. First and foremost, Jackson, I'm most excited to share how you can grow your business without spending a bunch of money. Good. Well, I think a lot of people will like that. So <laughs> without spending a bunch of money, quantify a bunch of money for us. Yeah, a bunch of I mean, it, it's relative, right? Because if you're a multi-million dollar organization, you know, a couple thousand, a hundred thousand is nothing. So it really depends on what that means for you. So it could be 20% of your revenue, right? Could be 10% of your revenue. Uh, so yep. what we're seeing right now is a lot of with the economy, a lot of people are holding on to their purse strings. They're not as free with the, the marketing efforts right here. So this is an apt time to talk about organic marketing and how you can kind of leverage. All right. Welcome in to Vision Pros Live with Jackson Callum. I'm your show host. We'll be doing interviews for visionary entrepreneurs and guest leaders who are building fantastic visions out there. Hey, what's up, everybody? And welcome in to Vision Pros Live. I'm your show host, Bronchitis Andal, Jackson Callum, founder and CEO of First Class Business. And uh, I'm going to give a quicker shout out for my sponsors. Uh, you'll have to forgive the voice, guys. I know I got this like Barry Manilow thing going on. It's kind of fun. Um, Javon's about to spit his drink all over the computer screen. Uh, let's see if I can make that happen. Anyway, nope, didn't get it. All right, anyway, I tried. IcomMakerLive.com, uh, Tom Matson, Cheryl Pluff, uh, Danella Burnett, amazing, amazing leaders. Definitely check out what they're building with Live. They're helping influencers in the creator economy, business owners transition and shift to proper business principles to help you get to that seven figures and beyond, hopefully the eight-figure exits. Uh, Tom Matson has been a phenomenal uh, leader for me just over the last couple of weeks. Um, but what I what I got to see him do and learn from him, I was like, you know, I really hope that within eight to 15 years, I work really hard um, that I can level up to his level of presentation, his level of walking people through the ins and outs of business growth. Um, I think I'm pretty, pretty darn good at what I do, but um, Tom's got me beat. Um, so capshow.com as well. C-A-P-S-H-O uh, rated number one for content creation in the AI space by digitalmarketer.com. Uh, Capshow has the ability to allow you to upload an audio or video file. And once you've uploaded it, you can just click on these buttons. You can see the screenshot um, on, the, on the page right there. Uh, when you click on like the social media icon, for instance, it'll pull up Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, et cetera. And then you just click the buttons and the AI writes all your content for you. So rather than having an initial copywriter, um, you know, stress and strain with what to write, Utilize your own gift of presentations and your, your professional uh, materials that are out there and have this thing create your content for you. And then you can just go back and edit it or have an editor go through, edit it, and then get that posted and scheduled. I really love this tool. I think it's great. My team, uh, what makes me love it is my team says how easy it is. And I would compare it to basically like running your car through a car wash versus giving your team a toothbrush um, to wash your car. Um, that would be the equivalent of, from what I've seen from an output standpoint. Um, so empower your team members, get a tool like that. And what's really cool is with our affiliate link, you get three or four free episodes, um, or I guess I shouldn't call it episodes, media uploads, upload your media, and then just click through as fast as you can just to see what it produces for you. Um, you might be surprised at how well it, it produces the content, um, and helps you get your name out there. Distribution and marketing is the name of the game. And without further ado, that's a great segue to bring Javon Wooden on. Uh, Javon is an organic marketing specialist. Now, uh, a lot of the world is really big is really big into organic marketing because it's free ninety free. 
to use uh, to dive on these platforms and do them. But what's not free 90 free is the amount of time that I see so many business owners losing, trying to go that route and, you know, just do everything organic and they never end up attracting the right types of clients. They never end up attracting the right types of leads. They don't really know what to do with people. They create these lead magnets. They create these tripwires. They create all these different assets trying to drive organic attention. And it, they usually don't have a whole lot to show for it. I mean, we've got a 96% failure rate in business over 10 years. Not that organic caused it, but I haven't seen that number fluctuate. So when we get somebody like Javon, it's an awesome opportunity to bring somebody in that can help us cut through the noise and say, well, what is this? What are these organic strategies really all about? So hi, May. Thanks for the uh, sexy voice comment. I appreciate that. Um, and Javon, without further ado, welcome to Vision Pros Live. Let's throw down some organic strategies for everybody. Thanks, man. Let's do it. Let's do it. Appreciate you having me, Jackson. I'm looking forward to this conversation for sure. Some of the things you mentioned about uh, yeah, people running those lead maddings and doing all these things and not working. I want to definitely dive into that. I love it, man. Well, we will, we will hit it. So um, without further ado, who should be listening today? Why should they listen to you specifically? And what are they going to get out of today's show? Yeah, I mean, who should listen is those who want to level up their business, man. It's, uh, you know, it, this is a, a strategy that you can use, whether you're a solopreneur just starting out or you're running a multi-million dollar firm. You mentioned that eight figures getting up to that nine figures. They still use organic marketing, right? So, so listen yep. in and tune in. And I love that we can see some of the comments as we go as well. So let's go. Absolutely, man. So why why should they be listening to you, Javon? Tell us about your background. I know you've been in, uh, you've had Bright Mind Consulting for a couple of years now, um, and you worked at Deloitte before that. Um, Deloitte's a big company. They do a lot of things. You mentioned some big budgets. Their clients know a few things about massive budgets. So tell me about your background with business in general. Absolutely. So my background, I started my company it was originally named Live Not Loathe, where we focused on personal development primarily. We rebranded to be called Bright Mind Consulting Group because we provide more than just personal development, which includes business development. So what does that mean for the listeners? That means that we were using organic marketing so much that people said, hey, we need your help more than just helping our mindset. We need you to grow your business because we know you have that MBA. We, why not use that shiny thing, right? <laughs> uh, and we also know that you have grown your own business. Uh, so fast forward, I've been doing the, the consulting piece for about two, two and a half years now. And what I've realized is that a lot of people who have been running ads have not been getting those results that they they hear about from these these gurus and stuff like that. And there's a reason behind that. One, privacy. Right? We know that the privacy laws mm -hmm. of Facebook and, and TikTok and LinkedIn and all these places pretty dang on hard because it's hard to track the different segments that you may be targeting. Right. So that's one. Two. When it comes to organic marketing, you actually use it every single day. Organic marketing is really just relationships. It's non-paid. So think about when you speak to your spouse or you speak to your friends. When you're trying to get them to do something, that is technically organic marketing. right? So, so it's something that we are familiar with that we don't realize that we're doing that we can now take advantage of within our businesses. Mm, well said. Absolutely. And so you're, you're talking about that relationship based marketing Absolutely. and you brought up something about the privacy aspects that uh, I was listening to Iman, a guy at Icon Maker Live talk about the uh, suppression 
that takes place on these platforms when you're trying to get your voice out there, mm -hmm. right? So there's certain voices that are allowed to cut through the noise. I think I'm not going to blame Facebook and say that Facebook is evil in this regard. I just think that they have to be careful about who they allow to reach their audience because they don't want somebody to come in and say something dumb. They, they can't control me. They can't control what Jackson's going to say. I'm not publicly vetted over the course of years by them. So they're going to restrict how far my voice goes based on the likes, comments, and shares that um, that I have. That's ultimately going to be my upvote towards is my mm -hmm. content going out there or not. There's other elements that go into that algorithm as well, though. Um, and uh, Iman talked about making sure that you have your own app. Because when you have your own app, you don't have all the filters. You don't have email cutting your voice out, sending you to spam. You don't have Facebook uh, limiting who gets to see your posts. You don't have uh, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. None of them have control over mm -hmm. your notifications going out. You don't have cell phone companies blocking your text messages and deeming you as spam before you even get a chance uh, you know, to get onto the market playing field. So those are elements that that we might circle back around to, but just to promote a little bit further what you're talking about, um, you know, it is it is important to recognize that there are strategies that that can and may not work with organic marketing, which is why it's also important to have the insight of somebody like Javon on your side to help you navigate those territories. So, what's your vision for those that you serve, Javon? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, my vision is I, I like to say that my goal is always to 10x right? 10 X at least. That's my goal. I don't always hit it, but that's what I, what I aim to do. So if you're making, you know, a million, let's get you to 10 million, you know? So we, we aimed for what the, if you're making a dollar, then what do you right? aim for? Hey, if you're making a dollar, $10 is a lot better than that dollar. Right. And then we're <laughs> multiplying that. So, so it's really about, that's my aim, but more so than that, more so than the revenue aspect, because that's not always a, a guarantee. I can't promise that. Right. More so than that. I want to make making money and running your business easier. Um, and that's what I always tell people. So you mentioned before that people are just throwing money at different things. Things aren't working. They're getting frustrated and all that stuff. Well, I believe that we need to hone in a little bit, right? You mentioned yeah. all these different platforms, getting an app and all that stuff. Maybe you're not quite there. Maybe you are. But we have to realize what works for us, what fits our brand, right? Because all of yeah. this stuff may not work for everyone's business. So that's the first place we, we need to start, right? Whether you're a solopreneur or you're running a, a really robust company, you still have a brand. So that's the first place we need to start when we're doing organic or paid marketing. Uh, what messages do we want to convey? What aligns with our voice, right? Are we uh, whimsical? Are we more formal? Are we a jokester, right? Or are we like a Gary V where every other word is an F-bomb? <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, we have to think about those things uh, before. He makes that F-bomb so loving, though. He, he does, man. <laughs> he does. I, you know, I, I want to get to that point where I, every other word can just be an F-bomb and I'm, I'm good, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> That's, now, that you talk about some marketing, man. That, that, that guy knows it. He knows how to do it. Yeah, for real. I, I'll, I'll agree with that. Now let's, um, so vision for the, for the clients. Awesome to get, to level up financially mm -hmm. and to also do so with more control, um, less mm -hmm. systems, perhaps, uh, more, more streamline of the process and think through it up front rather That's than just kind of like dive in and, and get stuck on this hamster wheel that gets out of control. So what's your personal vision? Let's dive in personally for you in 15 seconds, 20 seconds. What do you Next. see for yourself five, 10 years from now? Nice and easy. I'm, I'm looking at Tony Robbins impact. That's, that's it. Mm. 
I'm glad that you said the word impact. Uh, I don't have to hose you now. Um, that's, that's good. <laughs> uh, I know a lot of people who want to be where Tony Robbins is at, right? And they want to they want to be on stage controlling an audience. I mean, influencing an audience and and doing all those things, but they don't they don't look at how much impact that man has made that's, yeah, how, exactly. where his heart was like, at least what I saw, like with all the things he did as a teenager to get Thanksgiving dinners to people like, Whoa, that's, that's cool. So what do you, what do you do to make an impact? Man, I, I do a lot. Right. So uh, you mentioned uh, before, like my military background, uh, you know, from that to serving in community, uh, a lot of the things I do actually deals with the youth because I feel like that's where we need to catch them while they're young. So I do ambassador programs. I serve on the different boards. Um, I do programs where I can go into high schools and teach them the power of entrepreneurship and business, uh, pitch competitions or go into prisons to do the same thing uh, for individuals who have three years or less, right, who are coming home, help them think about what mm -hmm. other options there are. I do a lot of uh, pro bono speaking engagements so I can get out there in front of people in Africa and other emerging markets. Uh, so I, I serve with an array of different tactics and techniques to, to make that impact that I speak of. So I'm not just giving lip service. I actually back it up. I love it, man. I appreciate that. And I think it's important for other entrepreneurs too to recognize the opportunity. I'm, I tend to, I tend to be more informal in terms of what we, what we contribute to and where I contribute my time mm -hmm. to, but that's not a, that's not me saying, Hey, I don't want to. That's me saying that's where I find myself and with the right type of strategic partnership or the right people in place. If my time is being utilized to, to help a specific entity and it's being utilized well, then of course I want to be there and help with that. The water project, for instance, we're really big fans of promoting the water project. We include in every show. We love to give back to it as well. And we have clients come on board um, and see what happens with those. And, and if you're listening, I hope you do give back to it, but um, Javon, feel free to, after the show, um, share what those entities are as well, because if we can get more people involved with the process, many hands make lighter work. Um, and, and, uh, yeah, I would, I'd be happy to, to see what we can do to support more of those organizations. I love what you said. Let's make a big, hard shift. Oh, What's your worst business experience ever. <laughs> my, my worst business experience is almost going under, man. I mean, <laughs> you know, I'm not ashamed to say it, right? When I when I first started my organization, I thought I was going to be, you know, just killing it. I'm like, oh, I listen to all these gurus. I invest in these courses, went to all the conferences. I was like, man, I'm ready. All right. Live not low this here to go. Opened up, made all these announcements, did all these different things and crickets, right? I think I got like maybe two, two clients or something like that. Right off of all the stuff, all the ads I ran, everything I did, uh, I was getting leads, but they not, weren't qualified leads. Right, so people were like, "Yeah, yeah you know, uh, sure, let me sign up." Uh, how much are you willing to invest? Invest? Oh no, I, I'll get back to you on that. Right, so uh -huh. so those were the types of things that I was going through, and I was like, "Is this really what I want to be doing?" Um, because I could stay in my cushy cybersecurity job and make some good money and be okay with that, you know, maybe become a director somewhere or something like that, run someone else's company. But uh, but I realized that that worst experience was actually a blessing uh, in disguise because I learned so much from it. Mm, absolutely. So how much did you spend on ads, if you don't mind me asking? Man, I think, I, I think when I first ran those, uh, I spent like 15K 
just out the gate mm. on the app, man. Uh, and, Dang, uh, yeah, that's a big, yeah. that's a bold investment. Yeah. And, and and the thing is, I had a coach, right? I had a coach. I had someone who was known for running Facebook ads, right? Known to get people returns. We had this Facebook group and everything, and everyone's like, "Oh, I'm, I'm running my ads. I'm getting this, getting that." Never happened for me. Let's dive into this. Who was it, if you don't mind? Well, I'm not going to share the name. I don't want to. I don't. Oh, wanna okay, it's that. It's that. It's that. And why? And it's well, here's why though. Here's why I wanted it. Um, not to hose the individual. Um, yeah. you know, but to recognize different people start at different points. Different coaches are different. Have different capacities mm-hmm. with different players, right? So just because uh, you know, whoever Jay Crowder was playing for became he before he came to the Spurs did not mean that Popovich could turn him into a legendary basketball player at the Spurs. Right? He lasted like three weeks. Um, before they they moved him on. And it's not because Jay was bad. He went on to the Miami Heat, I think. Um, And he continues to be a great player, but something about that culture clashed. And so we don't have to go into it, um, but the the door is open there. And, uh, (laughs) you know, I've I've had my my good, bad, and ugly experiences as well with different different gurus, different coaches, right? So what, in your opinion then, for the sake of those who are listening – um, what are some of the red flags that people should look out for when they do find a coach who just seems the most amazing person since Phil Jackson, um, <laughs> you know, or Bill Belichick and they, they, you know, that, what are they missing? What might they be overlooking? In the process? Absolutely. Um, you mentioned being, you know, that coach who, who are a couple steps ahead of you. Right. And I think sometimes you're just not ready for whatever they're giving you or the way they're giving it to you doesn't align. Um, so that was a good point that you made, Jackson. Uh, but what you want to look for with the coach, first of all, let's describe coach, because the word coach used to mean something completely different when it came to our space. It Amen. was someone. Yeah. Right. So now people are using, I guess they're really advisors more than a coach uh, these days. Right. Mm. Uh, so so we want to be careful with that. We want to make sure that someone who's saying that there's something is actually knowing what they're talking about. So, for instance, if I um, if I go to someone and I'm trying to write a book, right, there is a book coach, but they're calling themselves a marketing coach. We want to be very specific about what they can help us with, uh, because what you may do is you may come in with certain expectations that they cannot reach. We also want to see, you know, of course, we want the, the, the testimonials and all that stuff, but we want to see what that person is doing now, because a lot of people, they're just happy with having something. Right. So they're going to give a great glowing testimonial, even though that product or service got them nowhere. Right. So I see a lot of people sticking with a coach at the promise that one day it's going to click. Right. Be careful of that. Be mindful of that. Look and see if you can find something where that coach has traditionally taking someone from the level you are to the level you want to be. You know, that's that's mm-hmm. a big, big piece of finding a coach. Also, level set. Right. What are you actually looking to get out of this coaching relationship? Are you looking for someone who's just holding you accountable or are you looking for someone who can actually serve more of a guide than a coach? Um, So we have to also know what definition we're looking for, because that hero's journey, as Donald Miller always talks about with the story brand, Mm -hmm. can look different for a lot of us. And, you know, what's happening now is everyone's doing these group programs. You may not actually receive the level of service that you need if, if they're that's all they serve with. So understand what level of service you need and then understand where you're looking to go from where you are today and then see if that's still the right person for you. I guess a lot of great principles, um, you know, and, and I would I would add to not to take away anything that you said, by the way, all of that is part of the checklist. And then to add on top of that, some people mm-hmm. 
um, it's it's not necessarily the group versus the one and one as much as it is how good are they at facilitating that environment um, because the group can also be far more powerful than a one on one experience. And Absolutely. there's there's so many variables you got to consider. I love that one of the first things you led with was the self accountability of you got to be ready too, mm-hmm. um, right? You got to be ready to play. And if you look at the great coaches in, in in life in terms of sports where we have transparency, right? Transparent track records, win and losses. You can see that. You can see what contracts they sign these days. You can see what players they turn down, which ones they recruit. There's so much you can see in the sports world, but they also have a combine, right? They're not just taking any kid off the street and saying, hey, come play football for us or basketball. There's an entire qualification process that matters deeply. And that to me also um, typically... Um, it helps you quickly see, is this coach just somebody who's selling me or is this somebody who's actually selective um, and on really, really cares about who they're working with? And do I actually have to qualify for this? Um, so, well, well said. And thank you for sharing how that worst business experience, right? All of the investments and the, the overwhelm of getting started led to a position of vulnerability and led you to some of your best experiences. So what is your best experience so far in business, Javon? Yeah, I mean, my best experience is really an amalgamation of, of it all. I've met some cool, cool people, man. Um, and, and I have a podcast myself, and it's allowed me to be introduced. What is it? What is it? What is oh, it? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's called Design Your Life in Business, man. It's, it's the podcast for leaders. I've met some, some amazing people. One of my mentors, my virtual mentors, because I hadn't met him prior to this, is a guy named Alan Weiss. And he wrote books on consulting, you know, value-based fees and all that. And I had the privilege of meeting him. So that is so far one of my best business experiences that I've had so far. Dude, that's cool. That is, that is, is this, uh, you said Adam Weiss? Alan Weiss. Yeah, Alan Weiss, the million dollar consultant is what they call it. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Oh, okay, I know who you're talking about. Um, Yes. That's cool, man. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up and uh, that you have a podcast, too. So if you haven't, if you're not already one of the, the many followers of Javon's podcast, Design Your Life and Business, Jaime, we'll get that pulled up here in a second. We'll make sure to throw that in the show notes as well, my friend. Um, so you're doing uh, you're doing do your do your own solo episodes as well as interviews through that. Or uh, what's the what's the vision of the podcast? Yeah, I'm going to add solo episodes, but right now we have so many in the chamber of interviews that I'm just chilling right now. I'm going to let those get out of there. But the vision really is to uh, put the voice of people who haven't been readily heard as much as the the people we hear every day and give them a platform, right? People like yourself who are amazing at what they do, but maybe haven't gotten that brain awareness that is rightfully deserved, in my opinion. Uh, So just giving that platform, but not just being there to add fluff and saying everything is right. mindset or, you know, if you work hard, you go and get it, but also saying actionable tips and insights on how you get that life and business. You don't need a vacation from. Oh, dude, that's awesome. I, uh, I'd love to have you on our other show too, by the way, we have one called power take and power hey, takes all about cool. business news. Um, and so you got, you're, you're paying attention to different things in the market than I am. It would be fun to have you there one day. We can collab on that. Make sure that we're delivering the best news to people. That would be fun. Uh, yeah, that'll be fun, man. Let's make it happen. For real. All right, cool. So, um, the uh, <clears throat> let's talk about before we go into the dynamics of organic because I'm I'm excited to spend a lot of time with you 
mm-hmm. the actual organics. Uh, like what, what things should we be doing? What, what things, what are some of the low hanging fruit that people are overlooking that are a little bit easier to do than they may realize. And also more importantly, impactful, right? Actually drawing people to them to work with them and, and converting. But before we do that, what powerful lesson can other visionaries learn from your experience and and being a business owner so far? Oh man. So there's so many lessons there. Uh, but the, the key word is a visionary, right? One of the things about a visionary is sometimes we think our vision is always right. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, but you have to be open, uh, in order to really achieve the level that maybe you didn't even think was possible. So make sure you're paying attention to what others are saying to you. Make sure you're paying attention to some of the signs and, and things that's happening around you so it can inform your vision. You may find that you can do things a little differently than what you envision. Dude, I love that. That's huge. And, uh, you know, if you've ever if any of you have ever been on a journey, a physical journey and you had a vision of your destination, you know, like through the mountains or something. Uh, you can find out how how fast you can get lost in a wilderness. Um, you know, even though you think you're headed in the right direction, you can find yourself off course super fast, especially without a compass, especially without a guide, um, especially without other perspectives there to to be with you and nurture you along the way. So um, when you're building and uh, you know when you're like an entrepreneur that's starting a business from scratch, you're not franchising. There's so many more ways you can get lost um, than not because nobody's paving you the way like you're doing it you're the one that's creating that path um and there aren't necessarily a ton of road signs or you don't necessarily know where to look for those road signs so well said javon i love that appreciate um, that organic uh like i said not not my strength we we leverage it as best we can following alex hermosi um you know <laughs> produce 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 valuable content you know like get get your value out there um and and uh you know play the long game with it but what are what are some uh what are some ways that maybe my brand can maximize what we're doing for organic marketing uh again or other entrepreneurs who are trying to to get found out there what do they need to be focused on absolutely first i want to uh get with this concept of producing content right that sounds great and i know alex he's he's doing some amazing things right now but content isn't it's not it's not anything if you don't put it in front of the right people right and you mentioned how you get suppressed and all these things on these platforms so it's kind of tougher to get out there with all the noise and all these algorithmic changes and all that stuff by just producing content alone so one of the things i like to do is i like to look at my network we call it our power base um, in the coaching realm and executive coaching realm right looking at your power base who can help you get there faster Right. And you typically find out that uh, someone in your phone, someone you haven't spoke to in a while. Right. If you look on LinkedIn at your connections, someone in there. Is speaking with your ideal audience, they may be your ideal audience themselves. Right. So we have to use that. Right. Let them know. And one of the best ways to kind of get people to, to pay attention to you again, if you haven't spoken to them in a while, what I use is I say, Hey, I'll, I'll find a post. I'll find a podcast. I'll find something. I hope you're well. Hey, I came across this post and I thought this might be beneficial for you. I would love to hear your thoughts on it. And they're going to be like, oh, great. I haven't spoken to you in a while. What's going on? Right. And they're going to ask you that question. What's happening? What's new? And then you can say, well, uh, if you just started the company, I just started this business or I'm in this new endeavor or I'm looking to connect with this person, this person, this person. Uh, would you happen to know anybody? 
Or there's another way you can do it. You can ask them if you already know who's in their in their power of circle of influence, right? In case of LinkedIn, you can look at contacts. I can say, hey, I would I noticed that you're connected with this person, this person, this person. I would love if you could introduce me to them. And they may say, What do I say? You know, what are you what are you looking to do? Because our network is currency, right? Our relationships is currency, and they don't want you to ruin it for them. So you can say, hey, this is this is what I'm looking to do. I'm just looking to have a conversation. I noticed that this was going on in their field, and I just wanted to find out more about what them and how I may be able to help. That's it, right? That's how we're going to do networking at the highest level, one, right? You're not looking to just go in there and sell. You're establishing that rapport again. You're asking them how are things going, and then you're finding out a way that you can make them look good while you're also getting better. Um, so that's one of the things. Fire. Uh, yeah, Fire. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank yeah, you. Right. Thank My you. My alarm's about to go off, man. <laughs> you're throwing it down. Like that it. was great. That I was great. Now, like, I don't know a lot of people who who follow these these uh, these. I don't want to call them tactics. These ideas. Mm -hmm. These outreach. You know, these relationship building techniques. Mm -hmm. They matter, dude. So they hit it. Definitely. Keep going. I'll let you just keep going. All right, cool. Yeah, they definitely matter. And, and that and one of the things that is required when we're doing this before I continue is it's a mindset shift, right? So often we are in this transactional mindset and we forget about the human side of things. If we remember that human side of things, then we will be a lot better off. Um, and a lot of times what happens is we're like, we look at someone like, oh, they're not in the field that I need to talk to. Or this person is just, you know, at this level, they're not the director or CEO or whatever, key decision maker. But you don't know how they can impact you. Um, and you don't know if you did something for them, how they may look out for you. Because Alex Hermosa, you mentioned him, talks about the principle of reciprocity. Right? People want to do something for you when you do something for them. That's one of the key tenets of organic marketing. Right. Getting that network out there. And, and another key to this referrals, referrals without even being asked for a referral. So, yes, I can set up my referral system and there are some tools out there to formalize that, which I do recommend the audience use uh, just so we can track who's actually giving you referrals and where they're coming from and stuff. But at the nature of a referral, you can just be like, hey, I wanted to make a connection with you all because I, I thought you all had some synergies there. I think this could be a fruitful partnership. Right. That's a way to get people thinking of you if you haven't talked to them again or if they're just one of the high level contacts that you want to work with. Right. It's providing value to them, bringing two people together. What's going to happen? What's going to happen is down the road, if you need that referral, they're going to be like, yeah, I remember you connected me with this person, even if it didn't go anywhere. They're going to be like, yeah, I got you. Right. I got you. Mm. So tell me who I want. Tell me what you're looking at and let's get it. The other thing that we mm. want to do when it comes to organic marketing is we want to make sure that with that content, we're not just posting it and thinking things are going to happen, right? Develop a network, develop a, a kind of a community where you can collaborate so they can help you get in front of those folks. For instance, Jackson and I, right? We both have podcasts. Maybe I bring him on my podcast too, so he can get in front of my audience, right? Uh, audience that he wouldn't typically have had, just like he's doing for me. Right. So if you can develop and identify people who, who are doing that, maybe solo, you're not as, as, as widely spread as you want to be. But together, that that influence is magnified exponentially, really. Right. Because if you have a, 
a few thousand do downloads and I have a few thousand downloads. Think about that. We have just doubled the eyes on us and the ears on us. And that's right. that's the power of something like a podcast and all that other stuff. And I love that you refer to that as a community, um, right? You know, it's it's a more open, you know, sometimes people think community, they think neighborhood, you mm -hmm. know, or they think school or they think church, right? And we have to get our minds open to realizing that community goes beyond what we're traditionally accustomed to, um, you know, to, to creating. And Absolutely. we have complete control over how we participate and whether we participate with a positive mindset or a negative. I heard one person at, uh, at this event we went to and they... They just couldn't help themselves. They said, but isn't isn't there so much missing in the relationships on Zoom? And and the the mastermind, you know, Tom, Tom Madsen, he said, he said, no. Um, he said, no, that's not not mine. He's like, we show up, we show up full hearted, like we're we're ready to go. And 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 he didn't make her feel bad. I thought it was cool how he handled it because he was like, you know, you you bring to the table, maximize it, just just allow your full emotions to come rather than being focused on what you're missing out on by not being able to high five each other, right? Like it'd be cool to high five you, man. But at the same time, <laughs> I'm not going to let the fact that we can't do that uh, inhibit our ability to have a brotherhood. Yeah. And what they're really saying when they say the zone inhibit our ability to connect is I'm distracted, <laughs> right? Or I don't know what to say or do, right? So it's right. really, like you said, be present, but I actually take advantage of virtual. Uh, it's easier. Because I see the names, right? Uh, chances are somebody posted where they're from, where they are at the beginning and all this other stuff. And I could say, hey, I saw that you posted X. You know, I would love to connect outside this platform, right? Would you be open to a call? I try to get everybody on the call. That's my thing. That's right. I want to talk because this texting back and forth is not establishing a rapport. They don't know who's right. behind I could be anybody, you know, so I want to get them on a call, let them know what I'm about, who I am, see my face and understand that I'm a, a real person um, and get the emotional aspect of that connection. Um, so that you can leverage any platform. And I advise you to if you're on the Facebook group, right? Facebook groups are, are hard, right? Because sometimes you just get disinterested. There's a lot of spam on there and all that other stuff. But there also are some great connections. And if you pay attention to what's going on just for a little while, just be intentional a little bit, you know, maybe spend like 30 minutes in, in a day, right? Just to see what's going on, see who can actually connect with, who's actually saying some, some real stuff, not just posting these motivational posts or, you know, trying to get likes and stuff like that. Who's actually right. looking to, to work and be better within your, your space, right? That you want to uh, be an influencer. That is going to be the difference maker. Right. So often we just we have this this black and white view when there's some gray in there. We're like, oh, this doesn't work just in general. Right. There's a blanket statement. Uh, Facebook groups don't work. I'm done with this. I'm not looking at it. Right. Networking on Zoom doesn't work. I'm done with it. I'm not even going to waste my time. Right. We, right. we have to stop doing that. Yep, exactly. Ads it, right? don't work. You know, that's not ads don't work. Yeah, ads don't work. I'm done with it. I don't even say that. And I blew a lot, you know, early right. on. So I don't well, even say it. Puts you, it puts you in a rare category, too, though, Javon, because then you're a more holistic individual. Right. Um, right. And those those people who are trying to escape the the polarizing effects of like neither this nor that are like, whoa, Javon's really like he really looks at and evaluates things without without reacting and, and shutting down a process that he may not have understood yet. So I, I appreciate that. That tells me like, man, I, I have, I know that you're going to effectively evaluate other components of business because you didn't react about the thing yeah. that you could have. 
So you also brought up these Facebook groups. Imagine this, guys. You join a Facebook group and there's 100,000 people in that Facebook group. Well, I can tell you one thing. Uh, if you see that the that the scale that it's scaling, that it's moving up and up and up and up and up, how many people that are in there, if you see all these spam posts happening, spam posts, GIFs, just stuff that you can tell is a complete waste of time. All those great prospects that are going into that are going in and lose like, oh man, I thought this was going to be a great experience. Yeah. They all get their hopes up. And if you're the one in there who's being what I call being a lighthouse, you're the one that's that's actually helping people and you create a team of friends by giving back and making them look good. Next thing you know, you got five, 10, 15 people who appreciate you being in that group. Well, guess what? Every new person who comes into that group from then on begins to see you and begins to see you shine. So you then turn, you know, you're, you're, you're becoming the diamond in the rough, so to speak, but you're now accessible to everybody who sees the people who are in that audience engaging with you, appreciating you, seeing the value that you are. So, uh, Javon, you're dead on with that. One thing I want to go back to, because I'm at personal reasons, I'm curious. Um, and I think my clients will benefit a lot from this. You talked about reaching out to uh, the prospect. You said two things. And I was writing one, you know, who can get you there faster? And then you moved on to a concept of having them potentially, I think it was review the post or the lead matter or something that you created. Mm -hmm. Can you walk through that again? And what, what are some of those ways that you reach back out to those who you haven't connected to in a while to reestablish, to rekindle the relationship? Yeah, absolutely. So do not just reach out to them in a vacuum, right? Look at a current event that has transpired in their life or their career. Uh, that's why I love, I'm a LinkedIn guy. So I, I love to look on LinkedIn and see what's going on with someone. So, I, so if you see, if they're a business owner, you see maybe they got another round of funding or maybe they connected with a partner or anything that you can, you can leverage, you can literally go in there and this is going to get rid of any span of time that you haven't spoke to them and say, Hey, congratulations. I noticed that X transpired in your life. Right. And I also, or you can say, hey, you know, I see that you're working on this. I wrote this article or, or I, I just created this lead magnet or I just did this video, whatever it is. It doesn't even have to be yours. You can just share someone else's and say, I think this will be a value for you. I would love to find out what you think about it. And they're going to say, oh, thanks for sending this. And if you could just congratulate them with no nothing else asked on that first uh, attempt, you can just leave it at that. And they're going to say, oh, thank you. Once they say thank you. Then you can ask, you just build a rapport. You don't have to sell them anything. You can just say, all right, thank you. You're welcome. You know, I also see that X is happening. You know, I would love to jump on a call just so we can catch up. Right? You're not even asking for anything. They're not looking at you because if you've already had that relationship. They know who you are. They're familiar with you. They'll say, oh, that sounds great. You know, let me hop on this call with this person. If you do not know them, but you'd like to know them, the other way you can do it is this. You can still send them something that's of value. You can still look at what's happening in their current events. But what I like to say is I love I would love to connect with you because I see that you are creating an impact in whatever industry you are in. Um, I, I'd love to connect with people in that industry for X reason. Uh, would you be interested in hopping on the call? Um, and if they stay, most people for me, they say either yes or no. A no, I'm not too worried about. What I do when someone says no is I say, okay, great. By the way, I also host a podcast called Design Life and Business. Um, here, you can use it as a resource. I love your insight on some of the episodes. And that's it. And they say, oh, great, cool. I love podcasts. Or I've been looking for another podcast. There's no no, no harm, no foul. 
I provided right. them with a free resource, right? I'm not offering That's them right. Or they or they ignore it. Or they know. ignore it. Right. What's the harm in that? Hurt. Right. right. But for the people that said yes, and I, I close at a high rate on yeses, over 50% of people typically say yes. Yep. Uh, you know, uh, and another thing that I like to use, if if I detect something about that person that I like, maybe they, they seem like a little like they're not all buttoned up. What I say is, hey, I would love to, you know, get off of this networking platform and actually network. Right. Would you be open mm-hmm. to a call? And people love that. They're like, you know what? That's true, because some people forget that these platforms are for that purpose. Uh, so I have to it's kind of like a subconscious thing where I'm where I'm tricking them to say, you know, what, this is for networking. Why don't I network? All right. right. So, so you have different ways, but it has to align with who you are, of course. But there's different ways to use those scripts to just make it easy. Right. I hate seeing a wall of text that I know I'm not going to read. Just make it short and simple. One paragraph. Get it in there and. They'll, they'll respond, yay or nay, or they just ignore you, but it's no harm, no foul. And I do recommend, like, what I typically do is three times, three outreaches if I really want to connect with that person, just because sometimes you don't see it, right? Sometimes you, you might not see, you might be busy. And if you send it again, it could be as simple as, hey, just moving this to the top of your inbox. That's my second one. That's all yep. I'm saying. Um, hey, man, I'm, I'm glad you're, you're bringing me back to my, uh, you're bringing me back to my principles. Um, some of the ones that I haven't made as much time for lately that I, I need to be making time for. So there's this great book called Three Cups of Tea um, by Greg Mortensen. He did this really cool uh, nonprofit. Anyway, that's I'll let you guys catch that on your own time. But <laughs> the concept's based on this Balti proverb, which is the first time you have tea with a Balti, you're a stranger. The second time you have a tea with a Balti in their home, you're a friend. The third time, you're family. Mm. Um, and and uh, from a again a relationship building standpoint, you know you, you got to be there for people, um, you know, and it's 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 not hard to be there for people. You don't have to do anything extreme. You just got to show up and be consistent and reliable. And on my mission, we would do um, you know a visit where we would just show people we loved them. We would come back and we do an active service, and the third time we come back, we'd ask them for referrals, and it worked so well because we were showing up as human beings first and we were being you know like we're getting to know them or we're building a relationship and that allowed them to think through man who who might they want to introduce me to because of that and i love how you've taken that you've added that to again uh offering to you said yes i see you're creating an impact in this industry right you know if you feel if you're thinking like man javon like that sounds so inauthentic, you know, like I, I might just like, I'm just like making that up. No, you're dedicating yourself right then and there to see the impact they're making. Exactly. Right? You have to level your mindset up too. You have to be willing to say, you know what? I am making friends with people who are making an impact and I'm paying attention to it. And I'm going to vocally recognize what it is that I see. Absolutely. That mindset shift shift has to take uh, take place in order for these methods to work in order for you to be ethical and using them. So dude, you, you threw down some serious value today and I oh, really appreciate it. Um, where, where should people be connecting with you at? Is that on the networking platform, LinkedIn? Hey, LinkedIn, man. Hey, LinkedIn. Yes. Just search my name, Javon Wooden, J E V O N W O O D E N. Shoot me a DM. Let me know what you, that you heard me on vision pros and uh, what you found valuable. 
Guys, let him know. Tell him, I see that you're creating an impact in <laughs> exactly. every business industry. And uh, I would say yes. Industry that has to do with relationships. Uh, let him know because, because you are, man. And I, I hope you keep throwing down. Um, if you've got programs uh, and, and offers, of course, guys, don't hesitate to ask him about those opportunities and see what you can do to level up and grow with Javon and and with uh, Bright Mind Consulting Group, uh, what a great name too! Uh, I love, I love that it's tied to light, um, light tied to virtue. Uh, you're a stand-up guy, man. I appreciate having you in my network now. Hey, thanks for having me, man. And yes, I'm looking forward to us establishing a, a greater relationship as well, man. Absolutely, bro. Well, Vision Pros, you guys have a fantastic rest of your day. I will work on getting over this bronchitis thing sooner than later. Go herbal teas. And uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Take care, everybody. Thank you for being here today. I'm really happy that you tuned in to Vision Pros Live. I'm looking forward to seeing your reactions as these episodes continue to move forward. This is going to get more and more fun. We'll have more and more engagement as well. We'll invite people to participate in the show. And thank you for giving us your time and attention. Have an excellent time building out your vision and